This is the word of the Lord. Oh, Romeo, Romeo, wherefore art thou, Romeo? Deny thy father and refuse thy name. Or if thou wilt not, be but sworn my love, and I'll no longer be a Capulet. Tis but thy name that is my enemy. Thou art thyself, though not a Montague. What Montague? It is not hand, nor foot, nor arm, nor face, nor any other part belonging to a man. Oh, be some other name. What's in a name? That which we call a rose by any other name would smell as sweet. What's in a name? Why were you given the name that you have been given? Why am I a steward with my brother Kenneth and my sister Ailsa? I think the reason is that my parents really like Scottish names. In the Bible, there was quite a lot in a name. (coughs) Names were given to babies because... The names enshrine the hopes and dreams of parents for their children. For example, in the Old Testament part of the Bible, there was a little boy who was given the name Ichabod. Just before he was born, news reached his very pregnant mother that her husband Phineas and her father-in-law Eli had been killed and she went into premature labour. This little boy to whom she gave birth had no hope in the world at all and so she gave him the name Ichabod and the name Ichabod means the glory has gone. Having no father and no grandfather and no future really, forever he was known as little no hope. What a name to give a child. Do you remember Isaac? in the Old Testament. Abraham's son who was born in Abraham and Sarah's very old age. When Sarah heard the news that she was to have a son, she laughed. And when the boy was born, she called him Isaac. And the name Isaac in Hebrew is an onomatopoeia because it is pronounced Yidza'ak, which sounds a bit like laughing, a bit like a kookaburra, Yidza'ak. And so they called this little boy Isaac, which means a laugher. So what's in a name? In the Bible, quite a lot. Last Tuesday was St Matthew's Day, and we're observing it this week on Wednesday and here today. Matthew was one of Jesus' 12 apostles, and he was one of the evangelists and is the author of the Gospel of Matthew. The name Matthew has a meaning. Because in Hebrew, the name is Matityahu, and that means the gift of God. And that was a good name to have. But he was also an apostle, as the slide shows. He was one of the 12, and uh, if you can keep that other one back, that first uh, slide. Yep. Um, He was one of the 12, and you can see that there he is with uh, the Bible, and I suppose that's his fourth gospel that he's writing. And down near him is a little figure with wings. Each of the four Gospels has a symbol. 
from one of the verses in Revelation chapter 14. And uh, you will know that when you go to St Mark's Venice, the, um, the symbol there is the, the lion. The symbol of Matthew is a winged man, for he talks about the humanity of Jesus. And I guess that that is why this illustration has got a winged figure with Matthew looking at his uh, fourth gospel. Now, the next slide is a, a picture, a painting of the call of Matthew. For Matthew was a tax collector. <coughs> and you remember that um, he was in Capernaum, that very important uh, provincial town. And there he was sitting at the seat of custom. And there he is sitting at the seat of custom. And you can see the coins on the table uh, just at the bottom of the picture. And I did not know that in Bible times they wore glasses. <laughs> but whichever of those two chaps is Matthew, and is it the one in the middle or is it the one on the right? They're wearing glasses. I'm not here to discuss art. <laughs> um, I think it's Matthew who is in the middle who is the tax collector. For there's some bloke on the left who seems to be saying, you talk too much, and Matthew saying, who, me? But being a tax collector, he was most unpopular with other Hebrew people because as a tax collector, he worked for the Romans, for the occupying force, and he collected money from Jewish people that he gave to the Roman Empire. The Romans were not at all scrupulous about the kind of commission that the tax farmers hived off for themselves. And generally, it gave them a pretty good living. And so these tax farmers were generally hated by their fellow Jews as traitors. Now, according to Luke chapter 5, Matthew gave a dinner in his house after Jesus had called him to be a follower. And the general opinion is it was like a sort of a going away party for Matthew. And the gospel tells us that many tax collectors and those known as sinners came to the dinner. And so did Jesus. Well, that gave the scribes and the Pharisees a great deal of um, 